Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. This morning, I would like to talk to you a very strong subject. I'm the type of pastor who will not follow the traditions. Maybe Christmas time, I will not preach about Christmas. I preach something else because I don't want to follow tradition. I just want to follow the Holy Spirit. And today, I would like to talk about some foundational thing that every Christian should know. And I think we don't hear this much in the body of Christ anymore. But I think it's good to know. I'm going to read many scripture. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from your word and your Holy Spirit is our teacher. Father, we thank you for giving us the word, the scripture, to read and to understand. And we believe, Lord, your Holy Spirit will reveal the light of heaven to us, Lord. And we will mix the word with faith and action, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 One of the persons in the whole universe, the most important person that we should please is our God. I don't know about you, but I know I have only one life to live in time, and I have eternity after this life. And my rewards and my destiny are determined by how I live, my faith, and my work, and what I do on this earth. When I stopped breathing or I died, that period is over and I cannot get back anymore. So we are running the race and we want to really, really live a life, prepare ourselves for the eternal rewards. And while we are on earth, as we please God, God is going to take care of us and God is going to give us favor protection and give us the blessing because we obey Him. And one of the things that we need to know about walking with God, of having God as our God, is that He called all of us to be His disciples. We are not just churchgoers. We are not just believers or Christian. Christian. No, we are disciples. And if you want to please God, you need to make sure you make decision. I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word disciple in the Greek language is mathetes. And the Hebrew language is limud. L-I-M-M-U-W-D. When Jesus was walking on earth, he had disciples around him. They followed him. They listen to him, they watch his action, his ways of responding to people, how he healed the sick, how he cast out demons. They received the teaching and training from the Lord Jesus Christ. They sat around Jesus, and Jesus was their teacher and master. They submit themselves to the authority of Jesus Christ. They always spend time with Jesus. They are willing to receive discipline, correction, and care, and spiritual protection from the Lord Jesus Christ. 
They follow him everywhere. They're very obedient to Jesus. Anytime they have bad attitudes, Jesus would have corrected them, and they were accountable to him. They went out to cast out demons, heal the sick. They came back and gave report to the Lord Jesus Christ. But at the same time, there were another group of people called the crowds. We talked about this many weeks ago. The crowds came to Jesus for healing, for provision, for miracle. But the crowds were the one who killed Jesus, who sent Jesus to the cross. But the real disciple followed Jesus. Therefore, in this lesson, we're going to learn about what God expected from us as a disciple. So we're going to look at the scripture together. What kind of lifestyle we should have? How we can call ourselves disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? And I know that this teaching is strong and very hard to swallow. But I promise God, I'm not going to build New Hope International Church to be just pure warmers, group of people. I don't want your guy to be weak. And one day you stand before Jesus and He say. You know, I never know you, who you are. I don't know you. I don't want that. I want you to stand before Jesus one day, and He say, "Good and faithful servant, come into the kingdom of God with joy, and you get rewards in heaven." So, I'm not thinking about numbers here. I want the quality. Definitely, quantity will come, but quality is more important than quantity. Amen. So, let's look at the characteristic. Of the real disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, John chapter three verse three, Jesus answered and said to him, "Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." Nicodemus came to Jesus and asked Jesus, "How can I enter the kingdom of God?" And Jesus said, "You must be born again by the Spirit and by water." So the first thing. That every disciple must have the foundation thing before you enter into being disciple of Jesus Christ is that you must be born again. You don't go to church to find a job. You don't serve God to get only position and money. You come to follow God. You come to church because you are born again Christians. What does it mean, born again? I think very simple. This is foundation. Born again means I admit I am a sinner. I repent of my sin. Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. I believe that He was raised from the dead on the third day, and I invite Him to come into my life. He is my Master. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. I will follow Him, and I will repent every day. If God tell me something from the Scripture or from the Holy Spirit, I will repent. I'm going to live a repentant life. I will follow Him. That is the first foundation of being a disciple, and I think the full gospel like this needs to be preached in the church off and on because sometimes people don't even know what it means to become a Christian. You need to repent. You need to surrender to God, and you need to treat Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. He is your Lord. You follow Him. Whatever He say in the Bible. Yes, Lord, I will obey you. I will not argue with you. You are my Lord. That is a real born again Christian. In the book of Matthew, chapter 
16:24 the second characteristic of the disciple Matthew 16:24 Then Jesus said to his disciples If anyone would come after me he must deny himself take up his cross and follow me I want to emphasize denied himself Second characteristic of real disciple is that we denied ourselves. What does it mean? We denied ourselves. It means that God come first. I denied my own right. I remember when I first came to America. I was planning to be in the educational field to become a professor in some university. I want to teach students, and I want to be a professor of neurosurgery. That's my big dream. I'm going to be a professor. I love to teach in the medical school. But in 1987, God came to me every night for one month, straight one month, every night. He said, "Son, can you take care of my chief?" I said, no way. No, 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 no. I'm a doctor. I'm a neurosurgeon. I'm too busy. I'm on call every day. Off only one day a month. Only one Sunday a month I was off at that generation as a resident. And he kept asking me every night, can you take care of my chief? And this is what he said every night. The same sentence. There's so many people in Seattle here that have no shepherds and they need shepherds. He didn't even say, start the church. He just said, can you take care of my chief? And after the whole one month, 30 days, eventually he said, okay, God. Okay, I got it. Okay, I'm willing to. After that, in one month, the church starts, supernaturally. Pastor Da was shocked. I got married with a neurosurgeon. I didn't get married with a pastor. Now, what are you doing? You're going to be a pastor. But, I denied my own plan, my own right, my own vision. I gave myself to him, and I will follow him. I want to do what he wants me to do. So when you are a real disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, you build close relationship with him, and you will obey his command. You will say no to your own right. You have the right to do this and this. You may have the right to sleep, but you do sleep for Jesus. You may have the right to eat, and you say, wow, this time I cannot eat. I need to do something for the kingdom of God. You may have the right to just stay home and relax, but God say, no, you have to fly to the city to preach the gospel. And you say, yes, Lord, I gave up my right. I denied Myself, I deny my flesh. I deny my ways. I'm going to follow your ways. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, not everyone, verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, who enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? 
Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doer. You can see here that not everyone who claim to be Christians, not everyone who say I'm a church goer, I'm a member of a church, gonna enter heaven. You need to be real disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. You deny your own plan. You have relationship with Him. You build relationship with Him to love Him, to have the fear of God in your heart, and you depend on the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to say no to your own flesh and follow Jesus and do what is right, what He calls you to do. And that is a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter fourteen twenty seven. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Jesus says clearly, you need to deny yourself, carry the cross, and follow Him. My dear brother and sister, are you willing to let God hold the steering wheel of your life? Are you willing to give the keys of your life to Him and say, God, whatever you want to do, I will follow you. You are the commander of my life. You're the Lord. You are the shepherd. I'm the chief. I will follow you. You have authority over my life. You can say anything. I will do it. I deny my own plan and my own benefit to follow you. I'm going to live for the benefit of the kingdom of God, and I'll allow you to come into my life to sit on the throne of my life. You are my king and my lord. I follow you, and I pray that all of you are the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. You surrender to Jesus. You let Him lead you. You are led by the Holy Spirit. You follow His word, whatever His word say, even though go against your own feeling. You say yes. I remember when I started the church many years ago. I was offended by somebody so badly. Actually, a few people offended me very badly, and in my own heart, I was thinking I'm a third-degree black belt taekwondo. Ah, I want to punch this guy. I want to kick him. I want to take revenge. You don't know me. I just one punch. You knock down. I know how to punch people. Third degree black belt. I can jump across six people and kick the board, and the board broke. When I was 18, <laughs> not now. I played taekwondo. I practiced taekwondo since I was 15 years old, for many years. And I stopped the car on the road one day and said, "God, I'm so mad at this guy." And God said, "Can you do something for me? Can you forgive him?" I let go. My flesh, I have pain in my body because I feel so mad. When I say, "Lord, I deny myself. I forgive this man. I let him go." That's what I'm talking about. You deny your own flesh. Do I want to really fly to Thailand to Europe every time I drag? The luggage to the airplane to get to the mission trip to Europe or to Thailand. 
I want to cry. I miss my bed. I miss my wife. I miss my children. I miss my church. It's not fun to sit in an airplane for 20 hours and have big jet lag. I have a top row with jet lag everywhere I went. But I say yes for you, Lord. I'm willing to face jet lag, sitting in the airplane for 15 hours, 20 hours for the gospel. Denied myself. Amen. Are you willing deny to deny yourself? Number two, Matthew 16:24 again. Then Jesus said to his disciple, "If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross." And follow me. So number one, born again. Number two, deny yourself. I, I know you love this teaching. Pastor, can you change some subject? Maybe subject about prosperity or healing or blessing or something. Don't teach about this too much. I'm convicted right now. Number three, carrying your cross. What does it mean? Carry your cross. It means... You are willing to suffer for Christ. The cross is about suffering. You don't mind to be rejected. You don't mind to be persecuted, misunderstood. You don't mind to lose friend and relationship for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. What does it mean carrying the cross? It means that you have to go through tests and trials to grow spiritually to become more like Jesus. Believe me, Christian life, you have to go through some suffering, some tests and trials, and some disappointments so that He can train your character to become more like Jesus Christ. You're willing to go through difficulties. Right now is a time to really prove that you're a real disciple. You think my mind will not tell me as a doctor, to go to Virginia and Texas during the pandemic, sitting in an airplane and meet people. In the whole room, a lot of people there. Do you think as a doctor I would not be scared to be in that situation, that people cough and demons come out during the meetings? A lot of demons come out, people cough and vomit in the meeting in Virginia and Texas. But I need to learn how to stand on to the Word of God and say, I'm willing to go through these difficulties. And even though it sounds stupid to go there, but the gospel needs to be still preached. We cannot stop preaching the gospel because of the little virus, the pandemic, COVID-19. And I believe this morning I talked to Pastor Da. I'm not going to die. You know why? God would not let take me from this earth. I still have a lot of things to do. God is going to protect me. I still have a lot of things to do for God. Amen? Are you willing to suffer for Christ? Suffering. Wake up on Sunday. Getting dressed instead of sleeping in on Sunday. God doesn't use smart men and women and capable men and women. God uses people who are willing to be disciples and willing to really suffer for the Lord Jesus Christ. Crucify your own flesh. Deny your flesh. Your flesh say this way, and you say, no, I'm going to die to my flesh. I'm going to go this way. I will follow the Holy Spirit, not my flesh. And I'm going to live for the great commission, the cross. Why did Jesus go to the cross? For salvation. For the salvation of the whole world. 
So if I carry the cross, I mean I follow the footstep of Jesus, and I want the gospel to be preached in all over the world. I want people to get saved through the cross, through the Lord Jesus Christ, willing to sacrifice time, money, energy, comfortable life. I'm willing. Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to pay the price? Carry the cross. Thank God you never outgive God anyway. When you love God, you live for God. God gonna take care of you. God gonna provide for you. Amen. So number one, being born again. Number two, deny your own right. Deny yourself. Three, carry the cross. Die to your own flesh. Live for the gospel. Live for the cross. Sacrifice, willing to suffer for Christ Jesus, willing to face persecution and rejections. And not only that, when you carry the cross, it means you follow the footstep of Jesus Christ. Jesus went to the cross before you. He carried the cross, and you carry the cross to to follow the footstep of Jesus Christ. What does it mean here? It means that. You don't become attached to the things of the world system anymore. First Corinthians chapter six, nineteen to twenty. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Jesus bought you with a high price. You're not your own master anymore. He is your master. You were bought at a high price. Therefore, honor God with your body. So you learn how to say no to your flesh and say no to the world system. The world will tell you one thing, but God will tell you another thing. You learn how to live your life to give glory and honor to the Lord. That is a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians seven thirty one, those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them, in another version say, should not become attached to them, the things of the world. For this world in its present form is passing away. Disciple of Jesus Christ, carry the cross, follow Jesus, and will not be influenced by the system of this world. We're going to follow the way of God, not the way of the world. First John 2.17, the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. Are you following the will of God? Are you following the thing of the world? You ask yourself, your friend may tell you to do something of the world system. Cheat, corrupt, watch pornography, smoke, drink alcohol, Pride, loving money, idolatry, hatred, the way of the flesh, the way of the world. And you say, no, I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit. I will not be attached to the things of this world. I say no to the things of this world. Thank God for the nice car. Thank God for the nice house. But you are not attached to those things at all. Your real home is in heaven. So please don't be attached to the things of this world. 
Your home is in heaven. That's where you're going. You live for the kingdom of heaven. You don't live for the world. Change your thinking. No, you're not here. You're gonna live here. One day you're gonna die. You're gonna go to somewhere else in eternity. So don't be attached to the things of this world. You're willing to forsake the things of this world for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that you need to be poor. I'm not saying that you will not have enough money to spend. God will bless you anyway, but don't attach to those things. Amen. We're gonna follow the way of God, not the way of the world. So number one. Be born again. Number two, deny yourself. Number three, carry the cross and follow Jesus. Suffer for Jesus. Willing to go through trials and tests and hardships, rejection, persecution, preaching the gospel, bring people to the cross to Jesus Christ, and don't be attached to the things of the world. Not only that, the Bible says, "Follow me." Do you follow Jesus, or do you follow? The bad news in YouTube. Who control your life? The news from YouTube, or what people say? I follow Jesus. I don't follow the news. I don't follow those kind of junk. I follow the Bible. I walk with Jesus. I talk to Jesus every day. I pray every day. I want to listen to Him. What He wants me to do. I want to commit my life fully to God, to Jesus. I will not let the world control me. I cannot follow the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to do His ways, not my way, not the worldly way. I want to be a real disciple, and I pray that the members of New Hope International Church are real disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't waste too much time on the bad news. Spend time with the Bible. Spend time reading the Bible and pray. If you listen to all bad news, you're going to be scared all the time. No, don't be scared. Definitely, you need to be wise. Put the seat belt on. Put the mask on. Practicing social distancing. But don't worry. God is going to protect you. You keep going. Life keep going. <laughs> Interesting. Yesterday, Pastor Dan, I went to Belleville Mall at around 5 p.m. Pastor Dan wanted to buy a lot of gifts to give to people. We spent time there almost. Three hours buying gifts, and it was amazing. Packed, no distancing. Everywhere you walk, almost touching people's shoulder. And I was thinking, wow, people go out to shop and packed, but people are afraid to go to church. And here we are not packed. Is it amazing? People willing to go to Costco, Bellevue Mall to buy stuff. But for the kingdom of God, ah, uh, let me think about it. No, kingdom of God come first. We live for Jesus. We follow Jesus. We are not afraid. Next month I'm going to go to California. I heard that the numbers in California, thirty thousand people got infected yesterday. But will I go? I go if God call me to go. I'm not afraid of this thing. God going to protect me. Amen. Definitely, I still practice social distancing, wearing the mask and. Wash my hand. I do my part, but I'm not afraid. I'm not going to stop the kingdom of God just because of this pandemic thing. No way. I stand in the operating room, operate on people with nurse, everyone, and walk to the floor with COVID people. Should I stop being a doctor because of COVID? No, I still need to work. Is that right? 
And so far, so good. No one gets sick in this church. Praise God. When we follow Jesus, it means no idols in our life. No idols. Don't worship COVID-19 as your idol. Don't worship anything as your idol. Jesus is your Lord. You follow Him. You serve Him all the days of your life. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day. Everyone have to make choice. I make choice too. Whom you will serve, whether the gods of your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I will follow Jesus. I will serve the Lord Jesus Christ no matter how hard, no matter how much sacrifice I have to make. I'm going to follow Jesus. If Jesus lead me there, I'm going to go and serve him there. True disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe he will have grace for me. How many people want to be true disciples of the Lord Jesus? I want to be. Luke chapter 14, 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Does God tell us to love ourselves? Yes. Does God tell us to love our parents? Yes. Does God tell us to love our brother and sister and love our family and relatives and neighbors? Yes. What it means here? Hate his father. What it means is this. You love Jesus more than anyone else. You have no excuses that because my wife doesn't go to church, so I cannot go. You say, I'm sorry. I'm going to love Jesus more than you. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to serve God. I love you. But Jesus come first. Amen? Hallelujah. I know this is a very hard teaching, but I think people need to hear that. Nothing in the world, no one in the world going to stop you following Jesus. No man, no woman, no one can tell me that I should not serve God. I should not follow Jesus. I don't live in the fear of man. I live in the fear of God. Amen? Sometimes people will come to you and say, Oh, don't do this. You know, I need you. But you say, I'm sorry. I love you. I take care of you anyway. And I would do anything to show love to you. But Jesus come first. I need to serve Jesus. He's greater than anything in my life. He's number one. His kingdom come first. Please don't use excuses of your friend and relative not to serve God. You know, sometimes you have to stand firm. I tell you, don't live in the fear of man. The fear of man is a snare of your life. If somebody tell me, if, for example, if my kids tell me, Daddy, you're too old. You should not go to church now because of pandemic. I will smile and say, thank you for your concern. Thank you for your love for me. But, you know, I need to follow God. You cannot stop me. I still need to do it. If God called me to do, I do it. Because Jesus come before people. 
I love Jesus more than anyone else, and eventually people are gonna come to know Jesus anyway. Amen. When I first became a Christian, my mom called me in and yelled at me, "Are you crazy? You should be a Buddhist. Why you follow Jesus?" I smiled, "Mom, one day you will know that Jesus is good." I didn't argue with her, and then I, another day, my dad say, "Son." I think I buy. I bought food for you to eat. Why you bow down and thank God for this food? He was so mad at me that I bow down and pray God, thank you so much for this food. And my dad say, No, no, I buy this food for you. <laughs> I think I was only maybe twenty something years old, and I smile. I didn't argue anything, but I still pray every meal. And eventually, both my mom and my dad got saved. My mom even filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues and have a laughter. God touched her in the restroom in our church in Mercer Island. God is so good. I still follow God no matter what. People can say anything. I'm gonna follow God, and eventually they're gonna follow me to follow God. But if we compromise, if we yield, the devil will win. Amen. In the book of John, chapter six, I'm almost done. John chapter 6, if you read the story, Jesus told the disciple, let me read John 4.1 first. The Pharisee heard that Jesus was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. So in John chapter 4, a lot of people followed Jesus as disciples. But John chapter 6 verse 53, Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you need to eat the flesh of the Son of God and drink his blood as well. At that time, the Bible said that Many disciples walk away from Jesus. Only a few left. What does it mean? Eat the flesh of Jesus. Drink the blood of Jesus. It means this way. You identify yourself with him. You are not ashamed to say, I'm a Christian. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. People may say, you're crazy. You're a Christian, you're crazy. We hate church, we hate Christianity. Sometimes I heard that in the hospital, people hate Christian. And they smile and say, I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor. I identify myself with Jesus. I'm not ashamed to say, Jesus is my Lord. Amen? Sometimes during surgery, I even sing song, sing Christian song in front of people. I'm not ashamed. And people heard it. I sing the Christian song in the operating room in front of everybody, everybody. I pray for my patient in front of the nurse. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I identify myself with Jesus. Amen? Are you disciple? Number one, born again. Number two, deny yourself. Number three, carry the cross, suffering. Number four, follow Jesus. Deny the things of the world and follow Jesus. Number five, you willing to love Jesus more than anything else. You love Jesus. You don't be attached to the things of the world. Identify yourself with Jesus Christ. Another one. Last one, I believe. Yes, this is the last one. How do you know you are Christ's disciple? 
John chapter 8, verse 31. All this scripture I read from the mouth of Jesus Christ, not my own idea. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciple. If you notice, Jesus never said Christian or churchgoer. Jesus only used the word disciple, disciple, disciple. Not the word Christians or Baptists or Pentecost. He said, my disciple. True disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ takes serious about the word and obey his teaching. Amen? Don't study the word of God for head knowledge. You study the word of God to know what to do in life. It's not about head knowledge. What to do, how to walk, obedience. If God says rejoice, I rejoice. If God says love my brother and sister, I love my brother and sister. I'm, I'm not a Christian who is so sophisticated with theology and deep thing and make my head so big, but I don't do anything. Jesus said, preach the gospel, I preach the gospel. Jesus said, make disciple, I make disciple. Jesus said, go to church, worship, I go to church and worship. I obey what he said. Simple. Come to God like a child. Obey the Father. Obey Jesus Christ. That is real disciple. Are you happy to hear this? Hallelujah. I want to make sure that all of you are disciples. I never preached this sermon even though I wrote this about 30 years ago. This sermon was written by me 30 years ago, but I never preached on the pulpit because I feel that it's too strong. People could not get it. People may walk away from my church. But now is the time. In this pandemic, I learned that I cannot be weak anymore on the stage. I need to tell you the truth. And if you know that this church teaches the truth, you stay. Or if you say that too strong, I don't like this, I understand. It's up to you. One day, we all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give our account to him. No excuse anymore to Jesus on that day. Jesus, I'm sorry, my pastor never told me. My pastor never taught me. I make a lot of mistakes because he never told me how to be your followers. Now, no excuse. Either obey, or you say, no, I'm going to do my own things. And you are responsible for your own life, whether you go to heaven or not, or whether you have rewards in heaven or not, you make choice. For me and my household, we will follow the Lord, serve the Lord, and I have been doing this as disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ since the first day I accepted Jesus Christ in Bangkok. I left idols, Buddha, Buddhism, follow Jesus. From the first day, I have been a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that my members 
and my kids and grandkids and your kids and grandkids are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ to many generations. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How many people say, I am a disciple? Are you a real disciple? Do you deny yourself? Carry the cross? Follow Jesus? Live for the gospel? Obey his word? You are not attached to the things of the world? You live for the eternal kingdom? Jesus is your Lord and your Savior? Amen? New Hope International Church is a disciple church. Not the crowd church. We are disciples. Father, thank you so much for revealing your truth to us. All this scripture, Father, came from the mouth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to take his word seriously, Lord. We don't want to dilute your word. We don't want to play game. We want to please you. In this 21st century, may you raise real disciples in America and all over the world. Not just the crowds, not the churchgoers to go there to find jobs, to find spouses, and to do their own things but claim Jesus as their Lord. Lord, one day we will stand before you. And I pray that 100% of church members here will be able to smile to hear what you say. Good and faithful servant. You have done the right thing. I will give you more authority and come in to enjoy your rewards. Oh Lord, by my flesh, I don't want to preach this one. Because it's hard to hear. It's this really solid food for people to swallow. Not hors d'oeuvre. But I believe, Father, they need to hear it. They need to make the right choice. Thank you, Father. By your grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit, help us, Lord, to become your real disciple in this generation. We will identify ourselves with you. We will not walk away from you. We will be faithful, loyal people to you, Lord. We will not just go to church for fun, for just entertainment, to hear tickle ears message. But we loved you. We're going to serve you. We're going to preach the gospel and make disciples together, Lord. Many people out there, Father, are not born again. Send us out, Lord to preach the gospel to them, bringing them into the kingdom of God, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. How many people God spoke to you today? How many people say, I'm going to change? I will do some adjustment in my life. Amen. How many people say, From today on, I am a disciple. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everyone say, I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I give my life to you. 
I follow you. I die to myself. I carry the cross and follow you all the days of my life. I shall live my life for the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord, and you take care of me, Lord. You are my shepherd. Your mercy and your love follow me all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord. You will take care of me. You bless me, protect me, strengthen me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fill me with your glory. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I will be more anointed to preach the gospel. Signs and wonders will follow me when I speak the truth. The truth will set people free. When we lay hand on the sick, the sick shall be healed. Demon have to leave. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.